Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. Get ready for a very different, vulnerable, and uncensored conversation with Dr. Anthony Mattis and his amazing guests. They'll be sharing the powerful tools of access consciousness that have helped thousands of people all over the world to create change in every area of their lives. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. I am Dr. Anthony Mattis, and I am joined again by the amazing Jennifer Chabot. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> just think about Shah and then but. Yeah. Oh, but okay, I like but, so that should be easy. I was trying to say it like your grandfather, but I fucked it up. So <laughs> anyway, so this call it was I was really sort of inspired to do or have this conversation, and I wanted to be able to talk to somebody about it. Um. So a friend of mine the other day asked me to watch this documentary called Reconnect. And it was a documentary about ayahuasca. And I, I found it very interesting. You know, there's, there's no such, things, such thing as coincidences. And, and the reason why I was actually willing to watch the documentary is because in the, this, the last several um, three-day body classes that I'd facilitated, I had one, at least someone asked me about what my thoughts were on ayahuasca. And, you know, and, and for those of you who may not know what ayahuasca is, it's, it's an herb. Um, it's a psychedelic herb basically, um, that grows in South America. And I'm sure they're manufacturing it in other places now that, that people take to go on these psychedelic trips and journeys to access more consciousness, so to speak. Um, and, you know, they, they, they're guided by these shamans and, and, you know, when these people have these awakenings and they keep the journals, so on and so forth. And then, you know, and I know it's also used for healing as well. So I just want to say right off the bat, I'm not here to be critical of people's choices to do that. That's not what I'm trying to do here. But I think we, we titled this particular conversation, like, why not access meaning like why not access consciousness and so um one thing that we've learned in access is that when you do do drugs of any kind okay whatever awarenesses you may have while you're on the drug in particular psychedelics okay it's hard to access that when you're no longer in that state okay and i'm sure there are people who can <laughs> But most people that I know, it's like once they plug back into this reality or once they go back home, so to speak, and no longer in the jungle and amongst all the other people tripping, having all these awarenesses, um, it's like they can't quite grasp or access those awarenesses that they received while they were on their the trip, so to speak. And so... The whole time I'm watching this documentary and the, the gentleman, the name of the documentary is called Reconnect for those of you who want to go see it. And, you know, and it was about the actual film producer or, or creator going on an ayahuasca journey. And he happened to have this like motivational coach mentor as well that wasn't very interested in that sort of thing. But the guy was very interested in being really right and making everybody else really wrong. And he was a multi-billionaire, so that justifies all the rightness of his points of view. But that's not the director. That was more his mentor. And another thing I'd like to add, which I thought was a very fitting thing, was my late wife and I's guru 
was also interviewed on this particular uh, documentary. So I'm having this like, holy shit moment. Like I can't like, okay, I'm meant to watch this. What I, what I can say to you, I have so much to say about this. I'm like really excited. Um, is the whole time I'm like, why not access? Why aren't these people? Why isn't Gary Douglas, the founder of access Consciousness, being interviewed for a documentary like this? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, what are people afraid of? What? And I, and I even had this conversation with Gary just a minute ago. Why not access, right? And he goes, I'll tell you why. He's like, because people people would have to see the truth. And people are not willing to see the truth of themselves right. and reality. Yeah. Well, because then it's like, what I see in that is that like, because I mean, I've done drugs in the past and I've know, like I've recognized truths about myself while I was on the drug. But as soon as I was off, I didn't want to see it anymore. Yeah. And it was easy to just dismiss it. Right. right. Whereas if you actually were to like allow yourself to acknowledge those truths without it, then you can no longer deny it. Right. And, and again, oh God, there's so many, we, we can have 80 billion conversations and go in 80 billion different directions. And the, the, okay. So again, the, what we do in the modality that we're involved in is called access consciousness. And it, it, it's, it's a literal meaning. It's like the tools are designed so that you can access more consciousness. Okay. And as you access more consciousness, you become even more sensitive to the world around you, not less, more, even like inanimate objects like this book. It's like you can literally pick up this book and you can get the energy of what this book is about. You, you do become more conscious. And again, that happens on the trip. Some people have good trips and some people have bad trips with the ayahuasca. So I keep having these people saying, so what do you think about ayahuasca? What do you think about ayahuasca? And so, so my question to them has always been, well, are you an infinite being or a finite being? And they would say infinite being. And then I would say, well, would an infinite being need ayahuasca to become more conscious? And, 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 that, and that was a particular, again, it's not to make it right or it's not a right or a wrong thing. This is actually more about the question of why not access consciousness? Like what are people actually afraid of when, with regards to utilizing tools that will help them to be more aware and more conscious. Well, isn't access a cult, Anthony? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because as soon as people start to Google access consciousness, for whatever reason, because I don't know how the, all the algorithms work on Google, there's comments about access being a cult. And so... A friend of mine, um, Chutissa Bowman, actually wrote a beautiful, beautiful article that I would like you to enclose somewhere. If you could put that link in the comments so people have access to um, to read it. But, you know, I'll just summarize the what she says in the article. But basically, the answer is no, because cults like cults, by definition, are designed to follow a leader. They're designed for you to sacrifice something, whether it's your body <laughs> sexually or your body, let's say, with food, you know, God, whatever, who knows, right? And it's, it's, they're not typically designed to empower you to be the leader of your own life. Okay, so by definition, 
access is not a cult, okay? Because it's designed to impact. It's actually a pragmatic program. It's a pragmatic tool. They're just tools to help you to create the life that you actually desire. And so, but she, she writes a really, really beautiful article um, talking about like, what is the definition of a cult? And if, and I'm not going to get into all of that because that's not what I want this conversation to be about. But for those of you who actually start to explore and then you see like, oh, access is a cult, go beyond that. Look further because I'm here to tell you it's not. Okay. Access consciousness is by far one of the most empowering tools I've ever come across in my 30 years of being in the healing profession. Okay. So I'm just going to say it as that, but let's get back to this ayahuasca conversation. So, so as I'm watching this gentleman go on this ayahuasca journey, one of the things that I noticed was that he had great experiences, he had great awarenesses, he knew what things he wanted to implement and change when he got back home. But as he was home, it was like everything was kind of going back sort of to the way that it was. But he knew there's, a, there's, there's another possibility, but he couldn't quite access that. And then he started to seek counsel with different people in different areas, like, a, like a, an addiction counselor and all that. And he actually started having conversations with him that gave him awareness. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. He wasn't on the ayahuasca in those 10 seconds, right? And so it's like, what if there are tools out there? Well, okay, there are tools out there that there's absolutely no side effects to, okay? You don't have to worry about it damaging your liver or your kidneys or even your brain long-term or anything like that, okay? Uh, You certainly don't need to be guided by anybody with other points of view. But what if there are actually tools out there that are very gentle, very nurturing, very healing that can create the space for you to access more consciousness? Literally. Yeah. And let me, let me just keep going with, with this and then we'll, we'll, we'll chat because I, because I want to talk about this documentary because I'm like, the whole time I'm watching this, why not access? These people need to get their bars ran. These people need to receive the access conscious body processes that are designed to help you to receive more from everything around you and beyond. And so one of the guys on there was talking about the earth and how we're killing the earth and all that stuff. Yes, true. We are. But I don't need to take psychedelics for me to be aware of that. <laughs> when you receive the bars, for those of you who don't know what the bars are out there, they deals with these 32 points on your head and these bars of energy to go from one side of your brain to the other that carry the electromagnetic components of all your thoughts, feelings, beliefs in the areas of different things like money, body, sexuality, healing, sadness, joy, and a whole bunch of others. And when you gently touch these points, it actually brings up the unconsciousness and anti-consciousness that you personally suffer from in those particular areas. And, and look, there have been people who have been suicidal and are no longer suicidal. Okay. So, so anyway, so the bars and the body processes are designed to help you to become more conscious and more aware, to help you to receive more to also help you to be more vibrationally compatible with the earth and also to empower you to know what you know. No psychedelics. It's like there is no high and then when the high goes away, it's like, ah, I remember that awesome experience, but I can't quite, where is it? I just want it back. 
No, like with access consciousness, you actually have the tools to go back to your everyday life that you could utilize to continue to expand upon this space that was created as a result of, let's say, the class that you went to, right? By continuing to get your bars ran. So, so all of a sudden, then I see the guru that the children's mother and I had for like two years. We did his practices day in and day out. We were great yogis. And I remember when she was in the middle of her bipolar episode, I went to him for help. And I said, Can you, we're doing our practices. She's going insane. She's like a psychotic. And it's like, help us. And basically what he, his response was, I was surprised she was living a normal life to begin with. He, was basically, he basically told me that she was damaged goods. But to go back, as it gets, almost. Yeah. He, and, and, and to go back to doing the practices and then maybe she should take the, um, the anti, um, the mood stabilizers that they give people with bipolar disorder. And I'm thinking to myself, what the, f and again, you know, look, I had great experiences personally with the guru and the practices. I had great experiences. Just like a lot of people who do ayahuasca have great experiences. Okay. I had supernatural experiences. But they were experiences, and it was like it was experiences, but my life didn't change. And so I was like, I threw in the towel. I'm like, what am I going to do? So then after that, so it was like I was looking for a different possibility. I went to the gurus like, hey, is there a different possibility? What energies are you aware of? That maybe if we use this particular tool, whatever that would be, can actually change this psychotic episode that she's actually having and he had nothing he had nothing and i can honestly tell you and then fast forward you know six years later now i'm doing access i didn't even know about access at the time now there are tools i could actually have changed to pull her out of that state you know so anyway so we, I was looking for a different possibility, couldn't, couldn't get it and find it with the guru. And so I'm like, so as he's talking and the guru wasn't even supporting the ayahuasca, he was just talking about consciousness, right? They just kind of included him uh, in this documentary. Maybe the guru did ayahuasca. I don't think he did. He never talked about it when I would go to his classes. So it's like, what if there was something that was available to you and for you? to contribute to you access, accessing more consciousness, to contribute to you being more present with your family, to contribute to being more present with your business. Because when you access more consciousness, it's not about going back to your job like you did in the documentary and like, oh, now we're going to do, do, do. No, it's about what you be. It's about, you know, what you be, because when you access more consciousness, you start to function from the space of knowing that nobody can ever take away from you. Nobody can take away from you. But when you have a psychedelic trip, they talked about this thing. It's like, oh, it's between you and the medicine, you and the medicine, you and the med Does an infinite being need medicine to be more conscious? Does an infinite being need more medicine to be conscious? And the answer is fuck no. 
But when you have these awakenings while receiving the bars, the body press processes, ESP sessions, SOP sessions, ASP sessions, nobody can take that away from you because it's not drug induced or herbal induced. (laughs) Okay. It's like between us and the energies that we move and be together. And so I wanted to have a, again, I wanted to have a conversation about this whole ayahuasca thing because it's, it's not, again, not to make it wrong. Sorry, if I make it sound wrong, you know, I apologize. I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm sure people have had miracles doing this thing. Okay. I'm sure they've had miracles, but it's like, what if you could actually have those same miracles without having to consume something? And that's, my invitation that's your invitation that's the invitation of access consciousness that's the invitation of gary douglas the founder of access consciousness and but but doing these doing access consciousness requires a certain level of vulnerability that people are not willing to be in their everyday lives you may be willing to be vulnerable with your shaman while you're having the psychedelic trip in a controlled environment but what happens when you go to your everyday life? Right. You go to the supermarket, right? When you when you go back to your job. It's like, are you willing to be that space of vulnerability? Are you still willing to be that space of knowing, of consciousness, even when you're around people who can't see or perceive what you can see and perceive? Like, what would they actually have to acknowledge about themselves if they were willing to really look at the truth of of what's creating their lives. Well, sometimes shit. Sometimes what we would decide as the shitty parts of ourselves, and they would call those the bad trips <laughs> or the shitty parts of what's happening in our world today and how we're destroying the earth and how if if the farming industry doesn't get their shit together, we're going to have to fucking manufacture food <laughs> artificially, which we're already doing. You know what I'm saying? But there's a great two great documentaries that you all need to watch called one's called Kiss the Ground and the other one's the David Attenborough one, the recent one. What is that? I keep forgetting. Like Life on Our Planet or something. something. But you have to watch those people, please. Because it's like, look, even if you may be an old geezer, what about your children? What about your grandchildren? What about your grandchildren's children? What kind of planet are we leaving for them after we go? All right, we are destroying our earth, but these tools. So what, that was like one of the guy's bad trips in the video. He had a bad trip because he was aware of all the war, all the destruction, all the destruction of our food and our environment and, and the pollution and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I don't need a psychedelic to be aware of all that's got, that's going on. And these tools of access help you become more aware. They help you to become more sensitive to the world around you. So you can actually start asking questions about what else is actually possible. And I'm like, Gary, why are you not being interviewed for this sort of thing? Why aren't they interviewing you? (laughs) These tools are fucking brilliant. They're magnificent. (laughs) And he's like, well, a lot of people like to be lied to. I was like, whoa. And I hate fucking being lied to, (laughs) you know what I mean? And it's like, and so, you know, and at the end of the documentary, you know, he talked to his father and this, that, and the other thing. And, 
And hey, it, I don't know if Brian Rose will ever listen to this sort of thing, but if you do, or if one of your people do, I will run your bars for free. One time, I will do an ASB session one time just so you could experience a different possibility. So if people would like to know more about this and where to start, like what would you what would you suggest? What would you offer? Well, I mean, you could go to my website, www.dranthonymattis.com, but you could also go to the Access Consciousness website, www.accessconsciousness.com. There are facilitators all over the world now. I mean, we were in 170 different countries, okay, trying to facilitate consciousness. We are not here to say we have the answers, we have the rights and the wrongs of things. No, it's about giving you the tools to make your life easier, giving you tools to have more fun, giving you tools to actually recognize what actually is fucking important, <laughs> giving you tools to empower you to know what you know and be the leader of your own life, not follow some guru. Right. And at the end of the day is to learn how to receive kind, caring, nurturing, healing energies. A lot of people in these documentaries have had abuse in their life. We have tools for that. <laughs> and they're not psychedelics. We have tools to help release and dissipate the abuse in your universe and your body. And they work. Yeah. I know I've dominated the shit out of this. I, I needed to get through this documentary and I'm glad that I watched it because it gave me so much clarity about what we're doing, what all the facilitators uh, that are involved in access consciousness are doing and, and trying to create in the world. Now, listen, there's bad apples everywhere. <laughs> there's bad apples everywhere, right? And if you're someone who's listening, who's done access and left or whatever, maybe you had some bad experiences, okay? Nobody's fucking perfect. People do fuck up, okay? There's bad apples everywhere, okay? But don't let that destroy you from having access to tools that could actually change your life and remove the abuse and those limitations that you've been struggling from that you haven't been quite able to access. And I know for those of you who like your ayahuasca trips and all that stuff, you get to access it during those trips. But what if you didn't have to use that to access it? <laughs> what if you want to use it I mean truly how does it get better than that the documentary is called Reconnect right yeah it's called Reconnect yeah. I mean, have a look but while you're watching it ask yourself this question why not access consciousness why not right and two it's like whenever anybody's watching actually whenever I'm watching anything whether it's like a documentary or if I'm reading a book as I'm reading it, I'm actually really tapping into my own awareness of like what's true here and what's a lie, right? And, and how you can actually do that for yourself is if something really makes you feel like contract, like you feel like you're contracting or it feels heavy or like you just start tensing kind of up. Like that, that is your awareness of when there's a lie present. Yeah. And if you start to feel like expansive or light or like just this like relaxation and sense of relief, it's like, 
that's when you know it's actually true for you. And so I, I guess my invitation is for whatever you're watching, whatever you're reading, even if it's this conversation right now, know yeah. for yourself what's true for you. And if, if this conversation doesn't feel true for you, fine, throw it out the window. Like be willing to follow your own awareness about what's true and not buy into what other people have told you is the truth and is, you know, the only way to get there. Like I know that for me personally, I actually did have the point of view at one point in time that the only way to become more aware or conscious was through drugs. Yeah. And I've come to know that not only is that not true, it, I've actually become more aware and more conscious without them. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's like every, okay. So, you know, it's like, and that is the gift of these tools because it's like, everything just gets better but it doesn't mean you're not going to have days where you're like oh my god and it's like okay they talked about having a bad trip on the uh on the thing it's like no it's like when you have awareness when you have consciousness you're aware of everything you're aware of the good the bad and the ugly of everything you're going to become more aware with the tools of access consciousness so you're going to have days where you're like holy shit but we have tools to get you through that we have this one question that we ask, who does this actually belong to? Because one of the first things you learn in Access, and we talked about this yesterday, is 99,000% of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions don't belong to you. They don't belong to you. And well, I was just going to tell a little story. Like I remember when I first heard that, I was like, yeah, sure, sure. I believe that, whatever. And um I was actually on my way to a class one time. It was actually an ESB class with Chelsea. And um, we ended up having to get detoured on this back road. And we were going really, really slow through this beautiful part of BC that I've never seen before. And I started really like getting angry. Oh, I can't believe we got detoured. Oh my God, we're going to be late. This is horrible. This is blah, 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 blah. And all those things going on for me. And I went, wait a second, who does this belong to? Instantly, it went away. And I started to actually really enjoy the fact that I'm like, I'm, I'm loving this. I get to actually, if I was driving fast through this, like through this part of BC, I wouldn't actually be able to enjoy it. Yeah. And I really actually was able to start enjoying the drive instead of getting stuck in that. I'm so angry. This sucks. This is horrible. How could this happen? Blah, 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 blah. All that crazy. Right. Yeah. And it's like, how much more could you actually enjoy the things that you enjoy if you weren't stuck in those um even though like one mother's day i woke up just angry and i was like i asked that question who does this belong to because it's like we get these thoughts and then we start fabricating all the reasons why we're thinking and feeling that way and it's so it's like we're piling lies on top of lies on top of lies and if you were just going to stop and ask the question like am i just aware like is this even mine or am I just aware of like millions of mothers that woke up pissed off this morning? Okay. Who does this belong to? And it was gone. And then yeah. I was actually happy and able to be grateful for my hubby and my kids. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. It's like just simple little tools to shift the energy of something that's not creating ease, you know? And, and you know, look, and if you're doing modalities and techniques and whatever, and they're working for you, great. That's awesome. And you know, this is not to replace anything. Nobody's religion, nobody's philosophy, nobody's other healing techniques, okay? I'm not saying this is better, you know, this is the, the one thing that's actually worked for me in my 30 years of exploring different techniques, philosophies, philosophies, religions, metaphysics, you know, whatever, blah, 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 all this shit. 
Um, but what I am saying, though, is if you are taking these ergogenic aids, so to speak, to achieve a higher state, what if you didn't have to do that? What if you didn't have to do that? And it's like, what if there was something else that was actually available for you to actually literally access more consciousness and to be present in your life, be present with your family, create the life that you desire, make this world a better place when you're ready to actually leave it. What if there was actually something else available that would create more communion between you and your body, you and your family, you know, you and your lover, your spouse, whomever. What if we got the politicians to receive these bars and body processes? Would it be, would there be all this insanity that you see in the governments around the world? You know, so it's, I mean, Christ, if, 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 if government and politics was the answer, I think we'd all be in a better place this world would be a better place. Obviously it's not the answer, but what if consciousness or awareness was? I do have a question for you, Anthony. So it's like, I actually do have an apprehension with sharing the bars and sharing these tools with, with everybody. You know, I, um, even like when I first started, like I had an apprehension with even using it with my kids. So, I mean, I guess the question I have is like, what is that? Yeah, that, well, that's a great, 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 great question. And it's like, is that even your point of view? No. So when you go to share this information, how many people's points of view are that would actually be opposed to it? Would you say you were aware of in that millisecond? Right. Just throw out a number. How many? Thousands. <laughs> okay. But let's just keep it simple. Like, yeah. let's say you have, like, really religious parents. <laughs> or you have, you know, you know, family members that are, you know, all about, like, this reality, all about this way of, you know, like, the way things are today. Don't, you know, rock the boat. You know, it's all about the status quo. How many of those people's points of view are you actually aware of when you go to utilize a tool that's only existed for what, 30 years? Right. It's only been around for 30 years. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's, it's new. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's like a piece of like, you know, like like you said, not, not wanting to stir the pot and also like wanting to fit into the prevailing points of view around it. Yeah. And so it's interesting that you're saying that too, because even when I started doing access, I was sort of like an in the closet access person. I didn't really tell anybody. I told a select few of my patients that, you know, chiropractic patients of mine that I knew would be open-minded just so I could kind of explore and see if it even worked. And then I would, I would use the tools with my kids and the results were undeniable for me personally. And I was someone who went balls to the wall, like this gentleman who did this documentary and went to all those different rah-rah seminars, who went to all these different, um, you know, I did, uh, I can't even remember those, those, um, what do you call those, those things when it's like a thousand degrees and you go and you do these meditative chants and stuff like that, the sweat lodges and whatever, yeah, those things, you know, I did breath work, I was in a bathtub and I relived my 
when I was in utero, I, you know, I've done color therapy. I did metaphysics. I, I've done all these different energetic techniques. You know, I went to all the shrinks there were to go to and talked about stuff. I did the 12 steps and I did all of that stuff, you know, just for the fun of it. I wasn't even an addict. I just did 12 steps because my wife was doing the 12 steps. I'm like, oh, let's see what this is about. So, you know what I mean? And it's like, I haven't come across anything that has moved me, created more awareness in my universe, and, uh, and created the space for me to have more ease with my awareness, like the tools of access consciousness. And, um, and I'm super grateful. And how does it get better than that? And again, the whole time I'm watching this documentary, I'm like, why not access? He needs his bars ran. He needs his bars ran. That's it. If he would just learn how to gift and receive bars with his wife, things would be different. <laughs> and then his mentor, the billionaire mentor, that guy needs his bars ran. Oh my God. You know, but that's just my interesting point of view. Right. And we're having this conversation because we know we're probably going to rock the boat a little bit, but so what? But to me, this is like the world, the world's best kept secret still, even though it's in like 170 something different countries, it's still under the radar. It's still under the radar. Access yeah. yeah. Well, and it's like, like, what if you can actually be your own guru and actually be your own specialist and your own expert on your own body? And like how, how much is that like totally seen as like a wrongness? Like there's no way you can know more about your body than a doctor does. There's no way you can know more about spirituality and about God and about the universe than your priest does, than a guru does. But what if you actually do? Yeah. Well, God forbid you go outside of those particular boxes. It's like people don't you realize that like, whether you're a Christian or, you know, Hebrew or, uh, you know, an Arab or Muslim, you know, it like everybody in the ones who are really like um, orthodox in all those respective areas, they all have the same points of view that if you go outside of those boxes, you're wrong. You will be condemned and you must fight for It's like, Everybody's got the same point of view. It just has a different box covering. There's a different ribbon on the box. So it's like, and that's part of the reason why you didn't want to share your role holding back because you didn't want to go outside the box, whatever that box is for you. You know, I had all of the church's points of view rolling around in my head with the tools of access. I mean, they accused me of my late wife getting ill because I was studying these other energetic techniques. And I would have believed them if she got sick after I started studying the techniques, but I wasn't. She was already getting sick again. And then I started studying different techniques to try to help her. Didn't you have an interesting experience when during your Christian thing? I remember you telling me a story about that one time. There was like an interesting experience that you had where you had like a vision of, did you want to share that? Oh, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. So, again, I've had a lot of great experiences. They didn't change my life, but they did give me some awarenesses in the sense that I, I, I had this uh, sort of, I don't know what occurred exactly. It was like, I don't know if it was a past life thing. Well, if I had to say, that's what I would say. It was like a past life um, regression of so, some sort of speak. And, and I remember being like wounded in the desert, like I was dying, basically. And this woman, she had to be like 99 years old. And 
the energy of this being was so holy that she wasn't a Christian. Now, this experience happened in the Christian church, but the person who was actually attending to my wounds and being with me, her being was with me. She was some other religion. And I walked away from that experience being like, it's not about the religion. It's about you, the being. That's my interesting point of view. And I know that's going to piss off a lot of people. You're blaspheming. Well, my sisters and brothers in the Christian world, you know what? Then Muslims have the same point of view too. <laughs> so it's like, come on. It's 2021 almost. Again, you don't have to give up anything, but what if you could actually have more available for you? And if not for you, maybe your kid, maybe your child's the unicorn. <laughs> you know what I mean? And your child's actually suffering because it has nowhere to go with his or hers awareness because they know that they're different. I mean, we can go on and on and on and on, but I really just wanted to talk about the documentary, not to criticize the documentary. I appreciate this man's journey and his quest and desire to have more and be more and make a difference in the world. My question to you and those creators of the documentary, why not access consciousness? Why not? So thanks for listening. Jennifer, thanks for being here. I know I fucking talked a whole lot. I'm super excited about this, but I'm glad. I had a, a, an ear there. So thank you. And I'm super grateful for you. Thank you. All right. Bye for now, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more about Anthony, please come visit dranthonymatters.com. And if you'd like to know more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com.